topic for today that I want to talk about is there's three maybe outcomes that I hope everyone uh, receives from this coaching. And so I often talk about confidence and character through commitment, right? Via commitment. Confidence and character via commitment. And so one of the things that our society often lacks, men in our society often lack, is commitment, right? Commitment and follow-through. It's hard to commit to a relationship, isn't it? It's hard to commit to a job. It's hard to commit to a vocation. It's hard to commit even to friendship. It's hard to commit to like where I want to go on the weekend. It's hard to commit to a workout program. It's hard to commit to a diet, isn't it? So many people in our culture are in the habit, we'll say, of being transient, being a little bit flighty, not committing to things for any extended amount of time. What I like to talk about is the confidence and the character development that comes through commitment, right? And so I have a client who I've been working with on and off for probably four years, young guy, you know, I've done some mentorship with him, I've done some coaching with him, and he's he's an amazing, amazing man, young man. And um, one of the things that was like one of the first conversations we ever had was he signed up for six months of coaching. And I was like, listen, man, you're not going to follow through on six months of coaching. I, I know you, you're not going to follow through. Because he's, he's the type of guy, and this is why I'm mentoring him, he's the type of guy who, as a kid who he'll, he'll do something for a month and he'll go all in. And then he'll find something else over there and be like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do this. And he'll go all in only for a short period of time. And he's constantly changing directions based on the shiny red object, right? There's always something new shiny over here, something new and shiny over here. And what happens is we, we have a lot of breadth and no depth. And so where the true victory comes in life, where the true value comes in life ultimately is commitment. And so I encourage each and every one of you to assess your current commitments. What are you committed to? And it doesn't matter how small the commitment is, does it? It's like if you make a commitment, it's a commitment. And this is, this is a lesson that constantly keeps punching me in the face is if you overcommit to anything, you're ultimately breaking your integrity. You're living out of integrity. Because if I make a promise to something and I commit to something, I must follow through 100% of the time. So it's learning how to juggle that, right? A lot of us become people pleasers. Because like, oh, I want everyone to be happy. I want to make sure my family is happy. My, cl my clients are happy. My team is happy. I want to make sure everyone's happy. Everyone gets a yes. And then I let people down. Or you let people down. Right? And so this is the conversation that we should be having with ourselves is, what am I committed to now in, in this exact moment? And what do I need to do to ensure that I follow through? So everyone on this call is committed to one thing, at least I know, right? What are you committed to? You're committed to following a training plan. You're committed to following a nutrition plan. You're committed to checking in with your coach every week. And you're committed to being as accurate as you possibly can to your training and nutrition plan. Now, here's a framing for you. What if, let's say, for example, we say, you know, oh, coach, I couldn't get to my workout today or coach, I couldn't eat, or I wasn't able to do something that I committed to, right? What if, and this is the reference for me, maybe, you don't, maybe it doesn't make sense to you, but the reference for me is, what if your kids couldn't eat? Would you follow through on that commitment then? Sometimes we, we get a little bit soft in our word, right? We get a little bit mm, squishy in our word. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that, right? It's a little bit squishy. It's not firm. It's not, it's not assertive, right? Masculine energy is assertive. It's like yes or no. It's 
black or white, right? And sometimes we get this like squishiness. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. It's a squishy way of dress, addressing things so that we don't get ourselves in trouble and maybe overcommit and underdeliver. So what I encourage each and every one of you guys to do is to identify your commitments right now. Don't overcommit. Because there's not just yes and no, right? There's yes, there's no, there's yes, but not now. Not right now, right? So we have to always remember that third option. The third option of, yeah, I'd love to do that, but now's not a good time. And so if you find yourself as someone who tends to overcommit and maybe trying to be a little people, people pleaser, or maybe you don't want to lose the opportunity, right? The opportunity looks tremendous. I don't want to lose this opportunity. It's a big opportunity. This thing looks important to me. You got to go, you know what? I made a commitment. I made a commitment to a specific goal and I'm going to follow through. And so I'll tell you what, guys, if you take this lesson alone away from our coaching time together, your life will change. Because when we make a commitment, verbal or otherwise, and we follow through, guess what happens? Life changes. Why does life change? Because when you're a person who commits and follows through, guess what happens to the people around you? They start to notice. Guess what happens when they start to notice? New opportunities start to come up. New responsibilities get to be put in front of you, right? People who commit and follow through are leaders in our community. They're leaders in our society. The people who, who commit and don't follow through, what are they? Failures often, right? The quitters, the people who are, who are lacking self-belief, lacking self-confidence, right? These, nobody wants to follow those people. People want to follow who say they're going to, people who follow, who say they're going to do something and they follow through, right? So when we talk about commitment leading to confidence and character, so we talk about using a body transformation, using exercise, using a nutrition plan, literally any nutrition plan to develop your character and confidence. How? Commit. Go all in, right? If you're 99% in, you're probably going to fail. As soon as you allow for that 1% divergence, that 1% of doubt, or that 1% of should I or shouldn't I, you're relying on willpower, the likelihood of you falling through falls, right? If you're the type of person who says, I committed to this, I'm going to do it no matter what. I'm tired. I feel like shit. I don't want to do it. I got other things going on. I committed to it. Now, this is, this is not a black and white situation, right? This is not a like, oh, I'm that type of person or I'm not that type of person. This is the type of situation where you're learning how to become the type of person that commits and follows through. It's a learned attribute. This is not a, a born trait, right? So I encourage everyone on this call, take five minutes the day after the call and identify what you're committed to in your life right now, right? This is not goals. Goals are bullshit, right? What are you committed to? Or what are you committed to, to giving your time to, to giving your attention to, right? Attention right now is the most valuable asset in the world. And everyone in the world is trying to use every scientific means possible to steal yours. The likelihood of us making progress in the areas of life that we most want to make progress falls every single time we give away our attention to something that isn't our highest priority. Right? When you're giving away your attention to something that isn't your highest priority, you're giving away your time. You're giving away your precious resource, your attention. And the likelihood of you following through becomes less. Why? Because it's so easy to look over here for this instant hit of dopamine, this instant gratification that just comes, oh, I want to feel good, Instagram. I want to feel good, chocolate bar. I want to feel good, 
alcohol, whatever, right? Whatever your thing is. So commitment, gentlemen, is an essential part of what we do. And this is the, the mission for 2023 in Muscle Intelligence. It's, it's teaching everyone commitment as a means of developing character and confidence. Because I think at the end of the day, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, I, I, I think and I feel at the end of the day that we all ultimately want is confidence. What we all ultimately want is character, right? We want to know and believe in our character. What's our character? Who are you? Who are you when nobody's watching? That's your character. And when you start to believe in yourself and your ability to follow through, there's nothing in the world you can't do. You start to just realize like, man, I'll do anything because I'm the type of person that follows through. You start with these micro goals and you work to macro goals. All of a sudden you win, right? Anyone own a business or work for somebody who owns a business? Do you think you want someone who's, who commits and follows through or someone who doesn't commit and follow through? Pretty easy, right? If you're a business owner, who are you going to hire? Easy answer. Right. If you want to be a business owner, who do you want to hire? Easy answer, right? So what I encourage you guys to all do is use your current body transformation this season of life to every single day. First, identify what am I committed to? Right. Doesn't have to be big, can be small, and commit to it. So my commitments every day is I I meditate every morning. I go for a walk every morning. I journal every morning. Really basic things. And then I know that those are my commitments. Identify the things in your life that are your high impact commitments and fall through. So I want to start there. That's homework assignment number one for everybody. Any other questions before we move on? So there's another homework assignment for you guys. I thought this is a really interesting practice. I want everyone to go on a negativity diet. What does that mean? I want everyone to commit to 24 hours a day without negative, sorry, 24 hours, one day, the entire day without negativity, zero negative thoughts, zero negative words come out of your mouth. And if you don't do it, the clock starts again. That's, that's what I would like to assign to everyone as their homework for the week, right? And that could be negative negativity about yourself about others, even just a negative thought that enters your mind, right? If it's a negative thought that enters your mind and you quickly learn how to change it and we could talk about how to, how to shift it, then maybe you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna pass on that one. But as soon as any, any negative um, comment like is passed towards somebody else, even if it's not verbalized, start again, start the clock again. So how do we then get away from this habit of negative thinking? So, the, I mean, everyone is trained this way, right? We have a negative default biologically. It kept us alive for millions of years. Your brain is, is defaulted to negative because it's meant to always be protecting you, right? It's always looking for the, the bush that's rattling because there's something that's going to jump out of you. It's always looking for the negative. It's what we're trained to do. So when we sense ourselves going into that default state, what do we do? We immediately flip to gratitude, right? We immediately flip to something that we're grateful for in that moment about that instant, about that circumstance. So the, you can't be grateful and angry, or you can't be grateful and pissed off, you can't be grateful and, and negative at the same time. It's a true statement, right? So the, we want to develop these gratitude circuits in our brain. And the reason why gratitude is getting so much um, maybe media and press these days is because it works, right? It's, it's literally trying to balance your mind and get you out of the, the path. The, and so literally, there's different pathways in the brain, right? So we have like amygdala-based pathways, which are typically stress responses, responsible for negative thinking. 
And then we have these cortical-based pathways or hippocampal-based pathways, which are more more associated with like, I can, I can be intentional about having a positive thought, right? So we want to train our, our pathways, our nervous pathways in our brain to just like, when I feel stress coming on, instead of pull, letting myself get pulled into it, or when I feel a negative default pattern coming in, I just want to train myself to be positive. Think of something you're grateful for. Think of something that brings you joy. And if you guys really want to hack the system, start every day with it. Because when you start your day with it, your brain changes much faster. And there's a lot of interesting stuff you guys can read on this uh, podcast and, and resources to read about how to program the subconscious mind. But it starts with that. Just like catch yourself. Right? And normally we'd say, okay, there's, there's a, some type of punishment, right? Maybe it's like put a dollar in the cookie jar kind of thing, you know? Um, but you guys can come up with something you want. As soon as you feel yourself, as soon as you pull yourself a negative, negative comment about someone else, whether you're driving, whether you're at work, doesn't matter. You get negative comment passes your mind. You start at 24 o'clock again. Everybody down with that? Is do you trust yourself? Right? So people are always like, I don't trust my coach. Or I don't trust my whoever. The, the first question you should be asking is, do I trust myself? Right? Do I trust myself to follow through on what I say I'm going to do? Do I trust myself to... I don't know, like, um, tell the truth, right? Those, those, that's the first person that you have to trust. And oftentimes when someone doesn't trust somebody else, it's because they don't trust themselves. And I'm not sure if that's the case with everybody, but oftentimes that is the reality, right? We're looking in the mirror. And so um, that's an interesting uh, self-exploration, right? We all have different relationships with food. We all have different relationships with stress. We all have different relationships with partners. We all have different relationships with parents and circumstances and with ourselves. And the key to changing or progressing in life is to identify first what your relationship is, what your default relationship is with food, with partners, with stress, with honesty, with fear, with trust. Identify which, what is my default relationship, which means like, am I being honest with myself, right? It, honesty is the foundation of all change. So if you can't be honest with yourself, or if you don't have someone in your life who can be completely honest with you, and you're not willing to sit and ex explore all of those different belief systems or those different relationships, um, then you, the likelihood of you ever evolving is very slim, right? So becoming conscious of why you do what you do is, is so vital in personal development, right? So So many of us spend our time muting our feelings or muting why we do anything, right? And muting through food or alcohol or drugs or, or whatever, even talking and like radio and podcasts, all that often is some form of muting your unconscious mind, right? How many of you spend any time in silence every day or any time in solitude every day? How many of you would say that's one of your deepest fears to spend time in silence and solitude? Because you're afraid of what you'll hear, right? So many people, not everyone, but so many people are like, I don't want to do that. Because like spending time by myself is uh, forcing me, I would say giving you the opportunity, but maybe forcing you to hear what your subconscious is saying and start to really unwind all of those challenges you're experiencing. And again, this is, this is a part of development. And at some point, we all have to experience it if we want to progress. You don't progress by accident, right? You progress by facing your bullshit. You progress by facing your challenges and by facing your self-talk. You're like, why is that there? I'm going through some stuff right now, really, some really interesting stuff in my life. It's a really interesting phase in my life 
Um, some stuff with my parents. You know, my parents are getting older and they're not very well. And I'm definitely having a lot of emotions coming up over some of these stories that I have as to what happened as a child. And I'm, I've been given the opportunity to face them. I've been given an awareness to face them. And many people would just be like, forget it. I'm not going to do it. And to be honest, that was my default. I was like, nah, I don't even, not, why am I going to waste my time? Why am I going to commit that amount of time to anything, to, to certainly to a relationship that I had almost written off, right? Like I love my parents, but there's, it's so superficial. Yeah. But, but I'm in Toronto for a reason, right? I'm in Toronto to heal that, that relationship with my parents. And uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've got some interesting stuff coming up and the willingness to sit in it takes courage, right? It's not easy to, to sit there and, and just like utter discomfort and like, you know, there's going to be emotions, you know, there's going to be challenges, you know, there's going to be maybe arguments and disagreements. And you're just like, God, I have to, I have to move through it, right? For me to, for me to be healthy, for me to be at peace, I have to move through those things that happen in my past. And I'm not sharing this with you guys because everyone's the same, but uh, if there is some experience in your life or some circumstance in your life that brings you pain or brings you anger or brings you fear or brings you any of these array of emotions, don't mute it. Take it as a sign to step into it, right? Where can you step into that discomfort and go, why is this here? Right? Why is this fear here? Why is this sadness here? Why is this anger here? Right? So I have, I have some deep rage that fuels my success in life. Right, but it doesn't always fuel your success, does it? Deep rage is a gift when you use it in the right direction, but it can be a curse when used in the wrong direction. So, like, we all have something that's driving us, and something that maybe is good, and something that's maybe bad. And you know, many many modern scientists would say that all these emotions that we harbor and we bury are the cause of modern disease. I'm reading this brilliant book lately about healing and about. Some, some people's experience and how their emotions ultimately created their health outcomes, their health circumstances. And so I found it very interesting from a personal perspective and from a coaching perspective, like some of you are, um, some of us are creating our own illnesses, we're creating our own cancers, we're creating our own heart diseases because of these harbored emotions, this stuck energy, this, this energy is not going to move. It's just tension that's built in your body. There's a great book called The Body Keeps the Score. That's worth checking out. Uh, Vessel Vander Vessel Vanderkoek. Vessel Vanderkoek. I can get my words today. Um, great book. And so if you guys are interested in that stuff, like that's the path, right? And I think exercise is just a conduit to allow you to become more connected to your body, right? Exercise, if you guys are doing it correctly, if you're doing it in the way that we teach, is an opportunity to become extremely, extremely present in your body, right? Present in your body means, means I'm so in tune with every little movement, every little, every little feeling, every little contraction, I feel everything. That way, when I experience those emotions, I can truly experience it for what it is. And I can almost like follow it, right? And that doesn't sound normal for exercise. Most people, not most, many people, Go into the gym, throw the hat on, pull their hat over their eyes, put their headphones on, and they grit their teeth and they go and they just go, oh, God, I'm going to go, I'm going to crush it. It's mindlessness, right? Isn't it? It's mindlessness. Mindlessness is not the path to building your body or ultimately understanding your, your mind, right? Mindlessness will not help you build your body, right? Mindlessness has its place in athletics, maybe, but even then, I would say probably not. It's just what our kind of high school 
uh, paradigms are, isn't it? It's like, just work hard. No, man, that's not the path. It's not the path. If there's anything that comes up in your life that's like a, that's like a hindrance to, because like, here's the thing, the way that you guys should literally envision yourself in your mind's eye every day, forward progress. There's no treading water. There's no staying still. There's no going backwards. It's forward progress. So what does forward progress look like in this endeavor for you? Right? So every day I wake up, every day I look in the mirror, I want to see forward progress. So you have to decide, what does that look like? What are my measures of progress as far as forward progress? So is that body fat? Is it weight gained? Is it measurements changed? Is it simply like, I worked a little harder in my workouts today? Each of those is an expression of forward progress. So if you guys can identify what are your measures or metrics of progress, it can literally be anything, right? It can be personal. It could be collaborating with your coach. But you guys need to know in your mind, every day that you're moving forward, here's the catch. Even if you're not moving forward, if you believe you're moving forward, you will continue to move forward. So you have to start having a literal visual of you moving toward the goal, right? And that's why walking outdoors is so much different than working than walking on a treadmill. What's the difference? It's called forward ambulation. When I'm walking outside, what's happening? Things are going past me, right? Things are going past me. My brain is seeing forward progress. So my brain gets dopamine. Uh, forward progress means dopamine, right? So while the cardio on the treadmill or the bicycle is very useful to the cardiovascular system, it doesn't tell your brain that there's forward ambulation. So there's enormous value in actually literally physically moving forward or, or cognitively knowing you're moving towards your goal because you're building the resilience of the dopamine system in the brain. Dopamine system is the, neuro, the, dopamine is the neurotransmitter of pursuit. I'm moving towards something right? The more dopamine you have, the better you feel. We all crave dopamine. Your baseline dopamine levels go up when you're pursuing something. This is why everyone's an advocate of goal setting, right? What is goal setting? Simply setting a target of something outside of yourself that you're moving in the direction of, right? So we have to literally build this into our psyche every day. This is why journaling works. This is why goal setting every morning works. Because we're telling ourselves, this is why to-do lists work. Because we're telling ourselves, I'm, I'm, I have forward progress. Forward progress must be an essential part of your life if you want to be happy, if you want to have the absence of depression, if you want to have the absence of, of ultimate anxiety, I would say, right? If we're, if we're building the resilience of this or the robustness of this dopamine system, we can move towards something. And then these, these, other stag, these other systems of stagnation, right? Typically, we feel anxious. We feel depressed because we're stagnant. We're like, I don't know what I'm doing in life. I feel like I'm floating. I feel like I'm treading water, trying to keep my head above water. It's not forward progress, right? So literally find those mechanisms and measurements of forward progress and, and, and note them, track them. What gets measured gets managed, right? Measure it. Yeah, just, and it can be the smallest incremental progress. Deadlines and enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is a learned trait, right? Nobody is born enthusiastic. Create deadlines for yourself. That, and man, the thing I love about and my team will laugh when I say this the thing I love about business is like, I want to, I want to set a goal that makes me like incredibly uncomfortable. Like I, I'm very nervous about setting this goal. I'm like, I have no idea how we're going to do this. We're going to figure it out. That's the only goal that's worth setting. Setting a goal that you know you're going to achieve is in my eyes, I'm like, why would I do that? It's a waste of my time. I won't get out of bed. I won't get motivated. I want to set a goal where I'm like, no idea how we're going to get there, but we'll figure it out. Cause it's so much more rewarding when you do it. Matza's laughing at me, <laughs> right? It's true. It's so much more rewarding when you're like, no idea how we're going to pull it out. 
because it forces you to be creative. It forces you to, to come up with new ways to solve problems. So Michael, in your instance, I would say set a deadline for yourself that's well beyond what you think is reasonable, right? It's like, no, I'm going to figure this out. Man, I'll tell you what, I never in my life would have believed that I could be a competitive bodybuilder. I never in my life would have believed I could be the best or, or the best Canadian bodybuilder or be one of the top 10 in the world at the Mr. I would have never in my life. Never. But I just like, fuck it. Let's go. Well, I'll figure it out on the way. Right. It's like, no idea how I'm going to do this. But I just go. And there was some semblance of fear and some semblance of like two middle fingers to the world. I'm going to show everyone that I can do it and I'm going to show myself I can do it. But I was like, I'm going to figure it out, man. I have no idea. So again, there's a lot that kind of goes into that, but I would say find yourself some time-bound goals that scare the shit out of you and, and have some repercussions for, for um, not following through. And it's, listen, there's no such thing as I'm not going to follow through. It's like, what are the micro commitments every day that you have to commit to? Because if you say, I'm going to try to commit to this thing in 12, mo- 12 weeks and you just get to the end of 12 weeks, you're like, I can't do it. It's too late. You've already lost, right? So, what, so if I set a 12-week goal, it's like, what do I need to do every single day to make sure that by the end of this 12 weeks, it's inevitable, right? That's the type of goals you got to set. Is it's not like outcome goals, it's process goals. And so I would do that and I would create, I would learn the, the skill or the, the attribute of enthusiasm. And enthusiasm is like excitability, right? So learning how to be uh, enthusiastic, I think, is, is a very important asset. Um, to everyone. And I think it's a really good way for you to train yourself to um, move toward things. Like when, when I celebrate my wins, right? If I, if I win today and I celebrate that because I'm enthusiastic about the small thing that I did, your brain starts feeling more empowered. Your brain starts feeling more likely to want to follow through. If you're the type of person who sets a goal and goes, hmm, what do we do? Your brain's going to go, fuck, I'm not, it wasn't that exciting. <laughs> there's no reward there, man. But, you know, literally, like, I remember times throughout my life where I was, like, driving alone in my car and I'd start shouting and, like, screaming and, like, basically in tears about how enthusiastic I was about the things that I accomplished. I'm, I'm so fucking lucky. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so happy for the work I put in. Right? I was so, um, yeah, maybe, maybe proud is the word, or, or accomplished. You know? And, like, uh, it's just, like, I'm going to celebrate I, and it was, it was completely, in the beginning, it was completely um, uh, like practiced. It wasn't like, it wasn't an, uh, an uh, intent, it wasn't an innate thing that I did, right? It was something that I had to practice. And then eventually it's like kind of who I, what I do. Let's say you decide that in 12 weeks you want to run a marathon. And if you just decide that in 12 weeks you want to run a marathon, that doesn't get you to the marathon. You have to literally build a daily, out, a daily objective, a daily process that's going to get me to that outcome. So it takes a little bit of planning. Right? It's like reverse engineering. It's like, okay, what do I need to do every day? So if you say you want to put on 10 pounds of muscle in the next three months, you need to say, okay, well, how much is that? Three pounds a month. Okay, so how do I put on three pounds a month? It's like, I don't know, what, 0.75 pounds per week. How do I do that? Well, I definitely need to increase my protein intake. I probably need to increase my training intensity and volume. I probably need to... I don't know, work a little harder. I probably need to recover a little better. And then you're like, it's, it's massaging it as you go, man. It's breaking it down into bite-sized segments and going, well, how am I going to do it? I don't know. I'll figure it out. 
Thanks for listening to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. For full episode guides with important takeaways and bonus resources, head over to muscleintelligence.com slash learn. If you enjoy the show and find value in the content, please subscribe, share this podcast with at least one person you know and love who would benefit from this content, leave us a review, and support our sponsors. You can see the full list of show sponsors, discounts, and get exclusive Muscle Intelligence deals at muscleintelligence.com slash resources. To join our private community and get VIP access to my master classes, upcoming muscle camps, and other resources that we don't post anywhere else, head to muscleintelligence.com slash community. Most of all, thank you very much for your trust, for your time, and most importantly, for supporting health and fitness in this world. Enjoy your day. And I look forward to seeing you here next week. Thank you so much for tuning into Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Pikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.